Right, right. Well, I, it, it makes me think like so much of um, this is, it's truly a spiritual conversation, even though we're talking about business and art and coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like there's so much we get attached as leaders, as humans with um, the how, how to get to that outcome. As opposed mm-hmm. to, what if you just did it for joy, yeah, and and not worry about you know how it shows up? Um, mm-hmm. That that it, there's something about the energy and the passion of doing something that that um, uh, it, it brings you um, joy. joy. I keep saying joy. Yeah, that's um, the, the that's the thing. That's the the best word I can think of. Mm-hmm. Tim Keim is our guest this week. During this interview, we'll discuss leadership, spiritual principles around leadership, business, creativity, and success. Tim is the president of Keim Leadership Associates, an organization based out of Washington, D.C. that offers executive coaching, meeting facilitation, motivational speaking, and team building for organizations of all sizes. We will discuss his affiliation with the the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and how to find success and joy as you navigate your job slash career. Tim Keim is an award-winning and accomplished leader who is passionate about transforming the lives of individuals, organizations, and communities. As I stated earlier, among his clients are the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, George Washington University, Children's National Medical Center, Goodwill of Greater Washington, National Cooperative Bank, Covenant House Greater Washington, and Covenant House Illinois. He leads the Art of Possibilities workshop that combine his passion for repurposing household items and helping people be their best. Part uncycling, I'm sorry, part upcycling, part team building, and part coaching. These very engaging sessions use art and the transformation of household items as a a metaphor for change and what is possible. Hi, Tim. Thank you for joining me this week. I'm so happy to see you. Yeah, likewise. You have an incredible resume, man. You just, you just, you know, you, your leadership is just written all over you. Well, thank you. I've, I've been very blessed to have a lot of great leaders in my world, including you. Uh, oh, you know, I think, you. I think the leadership journey that we've been on together. So I'm grateful to be in good company. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm definitely in good company. And, and, uh, when I first met you, uh, you were the, um, the board chairman for, Unity Church, uh, Unity of Washington, D.C. That's right. And uh, I was just so impressed, you know. Thank you. So, uh, so what was your experiences like as the uh, board chairman of the Unity of Washington, D.C., which we love so much? Well, we do. And, and I, I think the, the word is all about love. That's what we call our action teams, love and action. Mm-hmm. Uh, at church. And so uh, serving on the board was another love and action team. And when I think about all that, Reverend Sylvia, the team over there, mm-hmm. um, our, our congregants, the speakers, I've been so blessed. And so when I got the call to step up to serve on the board, it was an easy yes. And never did I think that I would then step up to serve as, as board chair. And it, it really was 
a, a way to stretch and grow and perfect timing for me. And I hope the perfect time for, for our church as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you did an awesome job. I mean, I, I just felt like when you, uh, you know, as as a the board chairman, you have to get them from the church. You have to explain <laughs> all the things that are going on. And yes. I thought you did such a great job with that. You was a, a really great um, front man for for um, the church in terms of um, explaining the different functions and things that were going on um, in Thank our community in Washington D.C. And you know, I think it was this year or la- in the last year where we finished paying for the church. Right, right. DJ, what we often hear from Reverend Sylvia Sumter, our fabulous minister, mm-hmm. is all is in divine order. Yeah. And so the interesting thing was I've done fundraising for years and years, and during my time as board chair, collectively, the board and Reverend Sylvia, under her vision, said, you know what? Let's pay off our mortgage so we can be debt free in 2020. And lo and behold, it happened. Right. right. <laughs> so, exactly. yeah, that was really uh, exciting. So it tapped into my experience as a, a fundraiser and relationships, but also my passion for unity. So it was just uh, all, all in divine order, as we say. Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing, amazing people that are involved in that process because absolutely like, the board members. There are some very top-notch, uh, just intelligent people who bring their um, business experience to the table, you know, to make that an outstanding organization. So right. I'm so impressed. Right. That. Well, so, I, well I, I'm glad to hear that it was well-received because it's interesting. We know folks, their spiritual journey and a lot of things, but we often don't know what they do professionally. And so right. it's always interesting to hear all the accomplishments that people like you have as uh-huh. an, as a best-selling author and and all that you bring to the table which i i love what a humble person you are too in terms of the context of church so anyhow um, yeah yeah well i try to try to be i guess it, it also depends on who you speak to <laughs> you talk to right right, so right i did want to talk to you about um about your work um, that which organization has performed for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yes. I mean, you know, because that's, you know, pretty impressive to me because, you know, not just because they're billionaires, <laughs> right, <laughs> but right. to be, you know, that that's that's a pretty big badge, you know, to to um, to say that, you know, I, I am in support of this um, multi-billion dollar organization. Right, right. Well, well, they do such transformative work across the country And I got connected to one of their leaders who was looking for an executive coach. And so went through a lot of hoops and was able to work with this individual for, you know, a good bit of time and really help them to kind of get out of their silo and see, you know, what's possible for them. So that's how I was able to support that foundation by supporting their leaders. Wow. That's that's really uh, amazing, you know, because that really speaks to that leadership when, you know, they're reaching out to you and say, hey, we have this top level um, executive at this multi-billion dollar company and we want you to come in to help mentor them, to coach them on leadership. That speaks volumes to um, your skill, your abilities. Thank you. I, I just feel hugely blessed for the opportunity. And I I learned as much as the the person I was coaching, so it was really a win-win. But I'm, you know, grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, 
Yeah, so I think every coaching situation, and you know, for our, and I always say that you know, when it comes to you know having a mentor, mentoree, a coach, you know, you need to it needs to be a win-win situation. Just yes. not, not one-sided. You know, absolutely, but, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so you know, I, I actually did a story um, some some months ago when I first heard about the um, Bill Gates and Melinda. Uh, Gates divorce, right? And it was it was a big deal because you know, of course, there's so much money involved, right? But it was right. a big deal because of that organization is sure. in the game. So sure. people was wondering how because that organization has touched so many people and so many countries, right? So many right. Countries, and they wanted to know how was this divorce going to um, affect. Um, all the different facets of that organization, the people in the countries that it has touched. Right. You know, did, you think, did you think about that when, when you heard about this? Story? Oh, of course. You know, I felt, I, you know, very intrigued by it. The, mm -hmm. the beauty, the way that they've set it up, you know, uh, Bill and Melinda are great uh, philanthropists and, and community uh, transformers, but also great business people. Hence, you know, <laughs> they've been able to be successful and they have it up, uh, set it up their foundation as its own private organization with leaders um, at the helm of it that are committed to their mission. So um, no matter what happens with them, uh, with their, you know, their personal financial, their corporate financials, the foundation I'm sure will be strong, impactful because they've set it up that way. So mm -hmm. um, uh, I I don't know in terms of I, I you know again this is my own assumption. I would assume it would continue to be the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation mm -hmm. even when they're no longer together and they're no longer with us on this earth because mm -hmm. the mission is so big and their contribution has been so significant and they uh, have just a stellar team of people delivering on that. You know, I'm sure they I'm sure they were not happy. Uh, you know, no one's happy to get, you know, sad news like that. And, right. you know, uh, if, uh, people, it can be scandalous, you know, and, and all the, the rumors and all yeah. the stuff that goes yeah. on, you know. Um, and um, I'm sure that it must be difficult when you are so prominent to have your, you know, your personal stuff put out there. I in a really out on <laughs> Exactly. And what it does for, for us, DJ, is it shows that they are human too. Right. And they are dealing with their humanity and stuff that comes up for them along their journey as as human beings, as spiritual beings, as as business folks. So I want to talk about your organization and um, and you know the kind leadership associates, um, which is a, a a organization in Washington D.C. Mm -hmm. And how does your organization help with executive coaching and team building? Well, uh, it's a great question. I think often leaders, it can be lonely at the top, DJ, mm -hmm. that, that we, I really consider myself kind of a strategic thought partner with folks that, that uh, you might not talk to um, your vice president about something. You might not talk to your board of directors about something. So mm -hmm. where do you go? So, folks, mm. that's where I can step in to say, let's let's talk about this. We always have the Vegas rule. And so that way, a leader has a safe, confidential space to say, I don't know what I'm doing or mm -hmm. I made a mistake or here's a challenge coming up or here's an exciting opportunity. Let's let's play it out before I un unleash it with my team. 
So it's been really a great way to support leaders to take their stuff, their abilities, their impact to the next level. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely important. I think that when I'm working with people who are in leadership roles, and I always think the best ones are the ones who have great mentors and do seek coaching. Right. You know, right, right. And the ones that I've worked with that that's been, you know, really people who have really been, I think, had a certain level of foresight mm -hmm. that I thought was very impressive was because they had uh, coaches and, and mentors in their life. Right, right. Well, I, I remember the first time that I was introduced to the whole idea of you know, executive coach was when I was at Leadership Greater Washington. And uh, it was the partner of the local KPMG, you know, big, a big, you know, business here in town. Mm -hmm. He said, we're going to get you a coach. And DJ, I was like, all right, what's wrong with me? Are you trying to get rid of me? Or, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I, you know, I, my experience was that if you didn't know what you wanted to do, or you were in transition, that's why you would enlist someone. And that there are folks that do that. And that's a great mm -hmm. importance. But mm -hmm. this, this gentleman said, no, we, we do this for all our senior leaders. So you have a partner, a strategic partner. And it immediately paid off right away. I had mm -hmm. a board member, DJ, that I was counting the days until this person would rotate off the board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been there, done that. And, and by working with this, this coach that I enlisted, we said, well, what if, you know, he said, what, would you, what if you took this person out for coffee and, and just pick their brain on things and, and ask them, you know, what challenges do they see with me and what advice would they give me and all? So I, I sucked it up and sat there. What I thought would be an hour conversation ended up being three. Wow. And I listened to a lot of feedback. And at the next board meeting, many of the ideas that this person gave me, I implemented right then and there. And mm. as a direct result of, of, of working with the coach, that person then became my biggest ally, which I would have never thought in a million years. And wow. so, so that was an immediate takeaway by having that person to help me look at a bigger picture or think about things that I would have never thought about. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Um, that brings uh, you know a situation that I had, and I was on the board with a for um, organization I'm a part of, and um, one of the individuals that were on the board, uh, we were just having a horrible time, mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of personality conflicts, not just with me, but with with pretty much every almost everyone on the board, right? You know, right. I think that would have been great advice to just pull the person aside and say, hey, uh, let's just have a one-on-one -on -one and talk about, you know, what issues are they having or what advice they could give to me. I think that would have been, I don't know if it would have helped or not, but I think that it would have um, been helpful on some level Sure. to, oh. to you know, because you're here with, the, with a person for a year. <laughs> so, right. you know, to make the best of it. But, you know, um, that never crossed my mind, you know, to say, let's, you know, just meet for a cup of coffee and let's just talk about what, what issues, you know, do you have with me or the board or, or you know, just right. in general. Because, you know, Ducky said earlier, it's about just being a human being, you know? So that's a very good advice. 
Yeah, well, and it's funny, um, I'm working with someone right now that is a relatively new executive director, and this person, the takeaway was they're going to meet one-on-one with all their board members. Mm. And this person would have never thought about that, but because we talked about things and strategized, and and what I because I'm not in the weeds, I was able to kind of hear, hey, there's this need over here. I did this and it paid off. What if you tried it? And bada boom, bada bing, this person is already seeing the impact of taking the time to do that. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. And hopefully have fun. You know, hopefully it's not too yeah. scary. Yeah. And usually, you know, what I've found when I have had that idea to do that, maybe, you know, in other situations where I didn't feel it was so ritual, <laughs> right. you know, right. you know, that, you know, it we did find some common ground and yes. it made the, you know, work situation easier right. by just having a cup of coffee. Right. You know, yeah. great. So, so, yeah. Great. Well, I think, you know, we, we maybe all should invest in Starbucks, right? Because it, it, yeah. it, it, taking the time to be in a place like that uh, uh-huh. with, with with board members, funders, friends, you know, it's always good stuff happens. I think when you break bread or have coffee with yeah. somebody. Yeah, I think caffeine does, does wonders. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, that too, that too, that too. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe, I don't know. A caramel macchiato, you know, uh, something about yeah. You know. <laughs> it always makes me happy. I tell you that every morning. Right. You know, never bother to decaffeinate it. That's I think that's the problem there, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Exactly, DJ. Well, one of the things that I'm, I find so impressive about your work, you know, just I mean, of course, the leadership that you bring um, with your organization, and just I think everything that you touch, you you, you bring leadership. Thank but, you. Um, when I look at your Instagram and your YouTube account, and I'll leave links in the description, the show description, and I see just all these amazing um, uh, things like furniture that you're that you're upgrading, that you're repurposing. Um, I think that is just amazing. I think there's you have to see it because it's it's I can't really explain how you add this new life to. Um, these pieces of furniture that may have been forgotten about right. or maybe hasn't haven't been loved the way it needed to be loved right. or forgotten about and right. how you breathe new life into this furniture. How, I mean, how, how did that idea come about? Well, well, I, I think it's like a metaphor. Don't we all want to be loved? Don't yeah. wanna, we all want to be breathed some life and we want to be, you know, given a second purpose or, or, you know, so there's, there's a lot of ways that it connects with, you know, a journey, a spiritual journey, a human journey, mm-hmm. but it, it started really DJ. I've always been creative. I've been blessed to um, be passionate about art, art and creative things. And when I would take vacation, I would often go somewhere where I was painting or doing something with other creative folks. But that was just a little, that was like a week out of the year, a weekend out of the year. Mm-hmm. And, and when I launched this journey, I said, there's gotta be a way to do it more. But to answer your question is years ago when I moved into my house here, I wanted to redo the bathroom and to buy a generic, boring vanity was $500. (laughs) And I said, there's got to be a way to do it that fits the look of the house. So I bought a old dresser from a flea market Mm. and had my handyman put, you know, a vessel, a sink vessel on top with this uh, kind of bar, uh, bar faucet. And it was perfect. And friends would come over and 
ask me about like they'd use the restroom and they'd see it. They would take pictures of it wow. and they'd ask about it. And so then it, when I redid the second bathroom, same thing. It's like it just kind of showed me like, you know, maybe I can relook at things that were cast aside and give them a new purpose. And so that's what the spark happened. And then it just like I would see stuff along the side of the road. I saw this one table DJ when I was going to to my job and back after the fourth time seeing it sitting there, I put it in the back of my car and brought it home. (laughs) And, and, uh, uh, you know, repainted it and made it into this beautiful thing and, Mm -hmm. and um, sold it out, out on my driveway and someone took it home with them. So who would have thought that my kooky transformation (laughs) that, that it would have resonated with people and, here I am today with a studio and doing it as classes and as team wow. building. Uh, I, I do believe that that when you're passionate about something, the universe mm-hmm. conspires to make it happen for you. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely that as well. You know, I have that experience like that in my life so many times. Right. And but what I think is so fascinating, I look at your Instagram account. Um, and I see the people that you that have hired you hired you to to repurpose something or are are reimagine yes. something for them, and how happy they look when they come yes. pick it up. <laughs> yes, well, well, it's know? so it's so true. Can, can I share a story, DJ? May yeah, I share sure. a story? Um, through different connections, and, and again, I love the way the universe works. Is someone heard that I did this and led me to this woman, Dorothy, that had her grandmother's piano that she wanted to transform. And it didn't work anymore, you know, to play, but it, it was a beautiful piece. And so she enlisted me to transform it into a, a bar. And, mm. and, and so now she has this bar that has the, the piano keys that her grandmother's hands would have played, the pedals that her grandmother's feet would have touched. But now it's this cool, funky bar that when you, you pull down the top, it's got all the stuff inside. And and to think that she uses it as a centerpiece for family gatherings now, wow. which which the piano would have been tossed aside or mm-hmm. put in a room and never used. And now here has this whole new purpose that to me, it was a joyful experience. Yes, it had some challenges, but to see how excited she was and to give this beautiful piece a whole new life for a whole new generation mm-hmm. was really priceless to me it was really a joyful experience yeah i can imagine that I, I had a friend once and you know like he was saying earlier he picked up a piece of furniture and you know and you could see something in it that um the person who put it south the street obviously could not right right and he found this um this Someone didn't want this. This was old, like wood, mm-hmm. uh, but it was a a dresser that probably was six feet tall. <laughs> wow, wow! You know, uh, like a like an armoire kind of, mm-hmm. and um, and I just thought, oh my god, you know, if I, you know, if I would have found that, you know, and he and he, you know, he seen the value of it because like he right. goes, this is real wood. Let me grab right. this thing before someone else grabs it. So he grabbed it and it was, you know, pretty cheap, about fifty dollars for it. And it probably been made, you know, many years ago. But just that, you know, some people just have that ability to see something, go, oh, I know what to do with this thing here. I know how to bring life or breathe life into this uh some this uh piece of furniture. Um, that maybe most 
you know, maybe I know I cannot because I'm I'm always, you know, right. like uh my you see on my furniture it'd be brown or black. <laughs> you know, and that's great. There's no color. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a risk, you know, and I'm I'm and, and and because all my furniture is just these two colors, and when I see um your Instagram um images, I'm like, okay, now let me, you know, I'm trying to, you know, think outside the box, like, let, right. you know, invite some color into your life. Think about this in a different way. And right. I really want to do that. So right. I want to I need your help with that. <laughs> right, right. Well, DJ, DJ, I think one of my superpowers as a leader, as an individual, I feel like I'm able to see things that are not there. And mm. so I've always been in a position where like, What's the vision for something moving forward? And I feel like I can see it. And 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 so uh, when I when I took over leadership Greater Washington, DJ, it was on life support. I mean, it wow. was it was on its last leg, but I could see it was a diamond in the rough. And there was something that gave me energy and excitement to to make this this organization um, truly what it could be. And mm -hmm. so that's I feel like the same thing. Like when I see people, that's why I love the coaching part. Is I can see, gosh, you know, if if we can help this person just see what they could be and then get them there, uh -huh. it, it, it really that there's something that happens. And the same thing with with, you know, these cast aside items, um, if you, you know, you can see their beauty, I, I'm able to see that and help bring it bring it out. How uh -huh. that might connect to you is. I through these workshops, you know, that that I have called Art of Possibilities is mm. all right, DJ, you might bring your brown piece of furniture and and we're going to talk, we're going to coach, we're envision what it could be. And and maybe you've never done anything with bright colors. Well, let's try that mm -hmm. and do it. And, and how does it feel for you? And where did you stretch and where did you grow? And and if we get to a point where it's something that you really enjoy, I want to connect the dots. How did transforming that that brown chair into something passionate and purple how did that feel? And how do you connect that with what you're doing with your What's Up podcast here, with mm -hmm. your books, with your coaching, with your other journey? Is there a way to connect those dots? And mm -hmm. so that way, maybe when you think, well, I can't see it. Well, how how is that brown piece of furniture metaphorically showing up in how your podcast could take it to the next level? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's where I that's where it's really kind of fun to figure that piece out. Yeah, because I think you know I'm always talking about vision. I you know I we, I do yes. vision vision boarding and yes, you and have. So vision is is very important. But that yes. next step, even beyond vision, is maybe reimagining, mm. you know, and and possibly revisioning. Yes, like you were just saying, you know, that it's just not about having a vision. It's also you have to have that next step of sort of reimagining. Mm -hmm. um, what's already there so you may already have an idea in your mind about what you want but can you reimagine that and take it a step further right you know, and see things uh, see a color or see a possibility that is beyond the initial vision that you had so i think that's pretty profound what you just said right well and dj yeah. i as you know i have been the beneficiary of participating in your vision board workshop and and to, to see the skill and the impact and the openness that you help to guide people through, I, I have mine hanging on my wall. <laughs> yeah, and, me too. And, and, and I think that, um, again, you know, you, you, you know, you, you're able to 
craft uh, a vision for folks and mm. and get them excited about it. And, and you know, I, I think often people, you let's use your book as as an example. Writing a book, publishing a book, sharing a book—all those pieces can be overwhelming for folks. Mm-hmm. Something in you pushed you through that. What I love to do working with folks is is what is their dream, and how do we take just one tiny little step? So, if someone wanted to write a book, I would imagine your your advice would be: let's just start with the title. Right. You don't have to write a single word, but what's the title? Mm-hmm. Or or what are what are ten chapters that that are relevant to what you want to write about, mm-hmm. and or or you know at the end of it, how will you feel when you write the first chapter? You know, not the whole mm-hmm. book, but but the first page. What yeah. what would it feel like? And and I think that's what gets you you DJ motivated with moving forward. And sometimes people just don't know where to begin, mm-hmm. and it really is a simple, small, doable step that mm-hmm. that that gets people, well, gee, I could do this. Right. Yeah, I always ask people, do the fun stuff first. You yes. Know? And yes. sometimes the title is the fun part. The chapter right. names are the fun part. You know, right. and like nothing's set in stone. You can always change it later, but just do the fun stuff first. Right, right. You know? Well, well, and, and I think often people feel like it has to be perfect or it has to be a, a bestseller. Now, you've, right. written, you've written a very successful book, you know, mm-hmm. and... The next person in, in our world that is thinking about it, well, what if they don't write a book that is top of the charts? Mm-hmm. Or or they, what if they just wrote it and they were the only one that read it? Right. That's still okay. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, one of my favorite author, authors is William Atkinson, um, William Walker Atkinson. And, you know, he didn't sell a lot of books. I mean, you know, he, he was a book called... Um, you know, he was one of the writers of the Kabbalion and a whole slew of other books that he wrote. And I'm quite sure he never sold probably 100,000 books, you know, when he was alive. Right. But if you put this man's name in on a Google search, you're going to find millions mm-hmm. of articles. And all his books are out there. I mean, the public domain now, because yes. it was years ago when he wrote those books in during the early 1900s. So he never probably thought about how many lives and how many people would read his books when he was writing it. It's something I have to tell myself sometime when I'm getting frustrated about, oh, you know, I, I want you know, I want to touch so many people. Right. But it's like, are you happy with if the people that you're gonna to touch, you never get to see them, you never get to to see the impact of your book while you are alive or whatever you create. Would that be okay for you? Mm-hmm. And I went slowly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. you know, I would like to see all that, but this man—that wasn't what he was about. He wasn't right. about trying to sell a million books. He didn't. Well, he wasn't trying to change the world at that particular moment. He just was changing the people that he was in, he was impacting right. at that time, and he would eventually do all those things so i do see that vision that sometimes you have to pull yourself away from you wanting to see all the results of the work that you do you don't know how many people are going to you're going to touch even with you with the the initiative that you you perform when you're doing this 
um, reimagining of these pieces of furniture. Right, right. Well, I, well it, it, it makes me think like so much of um, th- this is, only, it's truly a spiritual conversation, even though we're talking about business and art and coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like there's so much we get attached as leaders, as humans with um, the how how to get to that outcome. As opposed mm-hmm. to what if you just did it for joy yeah. and and not worry about you know how it shows up um, mm-hmm. that that it, there's something about the energy and the passion of doing something that that um, uh, it, it brings you um, joy. joy. I keep saying joy. Yeah, that's um, the, the, the that's the thing. That's the the best word I can think of. Mm-hmm. Just something that brings you just utterly joy and right. I'm at a place in my life now that I'm in that I ever I'm, I'm trying to move more so to that, but more so at a place where if it's not bringing me joy, then why am I doing it? You Thank know? you very much. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, uh, right. go, ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. And the, the podcast, you know, the podcast, the book, all those things was just a joyful process. Yes. You yes. know, now I, I haven't gotten. <laughs> I haven't gotten a pro at it because it's still with things like I'm still like, this isn't the fun part, you know, but I'm not saying everything is perfect, but I'm just saying that that um, I stopped focusing on the sometimes what you're told is success, you know, mm-hmm. like, what does this feel like? Does mm-hmm. this feel like success? Does this feel like joy? Mm-hmm. I'm moving more so towards that now. Mm-hmm. So excellent. You know, Excellent, excellent. Well, and, and and to me, it's all it's all part of the process that that you know you try something new and you're you're going to learn as you go with your podcast. And there are going to be some things that okay, you might you might do really well, you might make mistakes, but you're you're growing and learning through the process. And it, it, it's a way to express yourself. It's a way mm-hmm, to connect mm-hmm. with people. And and to me, that's where it's really um, this journey that you're on mm-hmm. uh, as an evolving person, as a as a a catalyst for others is really extraordinary. And you just never know, DJ. Who right, would have right. thought, thought you and I from sitting in unity together would be here on your podcast right now? How yeah. cool is that? You know, yeah, I, I think it's just, it's, it's I, if you would have talked to me, you know, eight years ago when I joined unity, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> that guy up there is on stage talking. I'm going to be in it, you know, so it's, it's, it is, uh, it, you know, life has, has all these twists to it, and, and all you can do is just, you know, um, just try to follow that joy. You know, yeah. like yes. Joseph Campbell said, you know, you know, just uh, I think the quote was, uh, follow your bliss, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I think that's some of the best advice you ever <laughs> can, can have. And so how can individuals sign up for your Art of Possibilities workshop? Uh, they could um, follow me on Instagram, mm-hmm. which is at Tim Kime Art, you know, T-I-M-K-I-M-E Art. Or they could uh, find me on my website, which is uh, transformationjunkies.net. Again, it's transformationjunkies.net. Or Tim at transformationjunkies.net. Or or my consulting, you know, we, you know got how many emails do we have? Or Tim <laughs> at kimeleadership.com. Any way that you can find me uh, connected with the workshops, I'm mm-hmm. going to be doing them outside my studio uh, this Friday night in the oh, evening, wow. uh, and um, and then I'll be doing it on an upcoming Saturday. But I also DJ 
I have done these as team building so I can tailor it to your organization's mission and outcome. So that way it really is fun and unique to your organization. Mm. And do, is there any way that if say some, there's a, a group of people who will see value in it and maybe they're not local, maybe they're online or they're, you know, are, is there any way they could benefit from that in a, a virtual um, training or a virtual workshop? Absolutely, TJ. I mean, the beauty that I believe there's good in every challenge that we have in COVID, as you know, God knows it's been a big challenge, but also because now people are accustomed to Zoom and mm-hmm. doing things online. So absolutely, there mm-hmm. there is a way to do it online. And I have clients that, you know, this has helped me to grow rather than just being local. I have clients now across the country. And can I say I went global because I had yeah. a, <laughs> I had a client in Canada. So that counts, right? Yeah, it does. <laughs> now, hopefully so, more. Well, hopefully I'm going to definitely leave um, links that you just mentioned in the show description so that um, people Perfect. can definitely learn more about your workshops. Thank you. And let's make it international. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That sounds great. Let's get that a couple more. Great. Let's get a few continents in there. <laughs> I, I love it. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's great. That's great. Well, DJ, you never know. Anything is possible, right? You know what? I'm I'm living it. You know, I'm living Amen. that anything is possible. And you can never put limitations on on God or this greater force that we call God. Absolutely. You know, you can never put limitations on it. And you Absolutely. just have to just be clear about what it is that you want. And then, then sit back and, and watch the fireworks. <laughs> uh, amen. And be ready for them, right? And be ready for the be fireworks for because them. you know it's you know change is not an easy process, but it's a beautiful process, right? You know, right, when, right. And that's what I'm I'm also learning is that you know that when you say you want something and and then you begin to invite it in, um, you have to be able to be willing to be open for those changes to right. happen, you right. know, to let right. it in. So, right. um, you know, and I found that if you do that, actually it's a lot easier. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, well, it's, I, again, maybe it's human nature that we're more comfortable with what we know. Yeah. And that change can be scary. Uh-huh. Uh, change, you know, I think it, it, it can be a very good thing and it's going to happen, DJ. It's going to happen regardless. It's, so you might as well it, get your seat built together. <laughs> Exactly. So, so when Oprah hears one of your podcasts and wants you wants to be on your podcast or wants you to be on her show, you DJ, uh, get ready, right? Yeah, I have I have it on my vision board. I should grab it and show it to you. But, I'll, I'll, but I have that, and I'm and you know I would love to to have that experience. And you know what I would love to be able to do is just like like and I see that vision for you because I see what you're doing and it's amazing. And I see the love, I see the joy and the bliss that it brings you and it's infused in what you create that I see that you're delivering, you know, that those gifts to people around the world, you know, and, uh, you know, just when you have something like that, that's, that's making people so happy, just with people just being able to see it and go, oh, I get this. Right. Right. You know, so I, I definitely see that for you. I mean, it. Um, that's what it is. That's 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 at the baseline. That's what it is. When you when you are you get joy from doing something, and it brings others joy simultaneously. That there's you cannot put a price on that. That is that is the icing on the cake, my friend. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. 
you know, and for our last question, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, your your experiences as the president and CEO of Leadership of Greater Washington. You didn't mention earlier a little bit about that, but right. I really wanted to key in on that because, um, you know, that is a uh, an amazing thing. And I first read that. Oh, wow. The president. I mean, you know, leadership is something that's so important to me. Right. And. Washington DC is a is a is a metropolitan area. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> and when you are the president and CEO of a leadership organization, I think that it speaks to um so it was so important because like I said, leadership is is so important to me because you you, you know we all been victim of horrible leaders, <laughs> <laughs> and we all have had great leaders, and yes. you know that what it feels yes. like. But when you're talking to someone who is actually mentoring and coaching leaders, I just think that that person has you want to know more about that particular person because um, they have that they're they're what you are bringing to the table is going to touch and change and help people who are going to be affected by that leadership. Right. Right. Well, I. I. It was hugely blessed to serve as as leadership greater Washington's president CEO for almost 15 years. And I I went through the program myself when I was the executive director of another nonprofit, uh, a, a drunk driving group called the Washington Regional Al Alcohol Program. Mm -hmm. And anyhow, DJ, it was, uh, again, an organization that I loved because it connected me with people. I think as leaders, we're very much in our silos of uh, of work or the field that we're working in and leadership greater Washington gets you to really get outside um, your daily activities and experience to connect with others who are doing remarkable things. Mm -hmm. It can be, it can be lonely at the top. And so leadership greater Washington is people who are in a position to spark change, but to do it more powerfully together. And it, it was really an experience that when I went through as a member of, of the class of 98, you know, years before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, but but when I was when I was running the drunk driving group, mm -hmm. I was focused and connecting with people, mothers against drunk driving, law mm -hmm. enforcement dealing with that. I was very much in that world. And to get out and stretch and grow and connect with other people, it then came back to impact the organization that I was running because we, I could think a different way. I could see a different way. I could connect with people in a different way. And then fast forward, when I took over the reins at Leadership Greater Washington, I worked really hard to create a safe space so folks could leave all that stuff behind and mm -hmm. just connect during the day when we were all together. Um, and connect as human beings and get filled up, get challenged, grow, um, uh, have fun, uh, get energy so they could go back and do their regular day job um, mm -hmm. in a way that that they got a chance to get inspiration and energy and we keep going back to joy and joy from this experience called Leadership Greater Washington. And I'm, I, I'm still connected with them to this day, a lifelong mm -hmm. member, but also I... Uh, I've, I've been blessed to have this great relationship with their current CEO, Doug Duncan, and their vice president, Debbie Kaplan, who are passionate about transformation. So bringing all these energetic people together, it really is extraordinary. 
You mm. should do it. You would be a great candidate to do it. I think I, I would. I mean, Mayor Bowser, and I, I believe she, she is class of yeah. 2013. She and she did it before she was mayor. And I have to give leadership Greater Washington credit there for helping go. her to become mayor. <laughs> They're responsible. There you go. You're making mayors. I, I believe it. <laughs> when I went through our class, we had Tony Williams go through, and we wow. all rallied. We all rallied around him, and he launched his campaign with our class. And so wow. it's true. It's it's That's very true. Amazing man. It's that very true. So the, I mean, I when I did see a presentation a few months ago, and that's when I learned that you know mm -hmm. about the, pe the the people who have actually gone through that course, that class, and what things have have uh, they you know what has manifested out of that right. is pretty. And you know, you and I don't know how many mayors have you know come out of that 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 course, that class, but you can at least say two Washington D.C. mayors. And have come out of that absolutely and, and when you look at the list of other elected officials um people that have served on uh, prince george's county council in fact uh the current county executive in prince george's angela also brooks is a leadership greater washington graduate wow. many years ago one of uh the late wayne curry was her predecessor gosh i bet 25 30 years ago and he went through leadership greater washington and so it, it really is a, it is a membership organization, and it's a year-long intensive study of the region, DJ. And mm. Mayor Bowser, um, she met people not just in D.C., but across greater Washington. And when she announced her candidacy to run for mayor, it was not just the D.C. people in leadership greater Washington in her class. It was her entire class. Mm. People that lived in Montgomery County hosted our current mayor, for events in Montgomery County when she was running for office because they so believed in her. And here she is today. Again, wow. now, now she's super smart. She's super passionate. Yeah, she's yeah, got yeah. a lot of stuff that she brings to the table. Right. And I would say part of the part of the secret sauce was leadership greater Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Secret sauce. I I I, I can feel that. I mean, to me, um, it says something. I mean, to me, that the timing of that, you know, it'd been different if you know she was married at the time or she was mayor after the fact. But just to have those two things happen around that, in that time period, it speaks volumes. As as we say, all in divine order. Just the way that's the timing of her being a part of the organization for her to get connected with all these people, and then here she is today. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, again, I've seen it time and time again with other other parts of the Greater Washington region mm -hmm. where folks. Uh -huh have said, you know what, I want to try this and mm -hmm. get these amazing people to rally around them. And part of it is we know, I think like almost like good house sweep, good housekeeping, didn't they do like the seal of approval? It's almost mm -hmm. like Leadership Greater Washington gives you a seal of approval. So you know that if you've gone through this program, that you've got integrity, honesty, commitment, passion, and you're not just about yourself, you're about something bigger happening mm -hmm. in our community. So you'd yeah. be perfect, DJ. You're yeah, all those I'm, I'm going to really look into that. You know, <laughs> right? I mean, I, when I saw your your presentation, I was so like, okay, this is something that I definitely need to look into because you know I I, I believe leadership is so important. Because, right. You know, I, as a Marine, and you know, prior to my, you know, prior Marine, you know, my veteran of the Marine Corps, and you know, leadership was 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 
thrown down our throats. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and right. um, and you know, I, and I had great leaders in when I was in the Marine Corps, and I knew how important it was, and I do miss it because you know the kind of leadership we got there was is very different. I think you can't really get it out the way that the military gives leadership is not right. the same outside of the military. Right. And right. Um, so I do appreciate that. And then to see organizations out there who are, cre you know, not saying that they're, I mean, you know, some leaders are born leaders and there are certain leaders that are created. Right. But I do feel as though that your organization, the leadership Greater Washington, I feel like if you're they're making leaders even better leaders. Yeah. Well you know? I, I agree. I, I I totally agree. And and I just wanted to share one thing that I, I launched with the Leadership Greater Washington member, my business partner Jeff Franco, ran City Year, which is like a miracle um for young people. And he and I got together and we've launched this program called the Transformation Leadership Institute that I know you've you've heard about. And so what mm -hmm. we're doing is we're offering coaching, we're connecting people, and we are now in the thick of it. And, and I love it. We have these 10 leaders that would have never encountered each other, but we brought them together, we're supporting them, and we're helping to take all their leadership abilities to the next level. And so it's just really mm -hmm. been, I would have never thought, I would have never known Je Jeff without Leadership Greater Washington. And because we knew each other, we trusted each other. Mm -hmm. Again, fast forward, we become friends, but it, it just made perfect business sense and passionate sense to let's work together. Mm -hmm. And here we are, you know, with the Transformation Leadership Institute or TLI, as we call it, like, like oh my gosh, where could this go? You just never know what the possibilities are. So it's really, yeah. really just amazing. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And and this, it goes back to what we were saying earlier about, about not placing limitations. Right. Because you just, you don't know, you know, you just, I mean, we set intentions all the time. I mean, some, most intentions we set are unconscious. And, yes. But, yes. you know, when we start consciously setting intentions and saying, hey, I don't know how possible this is, mm -hmm. but um, but I'm going to just put it out there and see what happens. Right. And one thing that I do know for a fact is that when you do have a intent, a goal, a mm -hmm. vision, and when you have the right coaching, the right mentoring, it it's it 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 causes a I think a a shift in ways that you get there just faster without yeah. all the um bumps and all the trial and error. And that's why I tell people all the time, you know, if you can find a great mentor, a great coach, you can avoid a lot of the pitfalls that right. come with trying to get to a goal. And right. um, so when you mentioned that, one thing that I, I felt like is that, hey, somewhere somewhere in your consciousness, you said, okay, I think this is something that I can do. And mm -hmm. then, as you said, you know, the universe of uh, the powers that be, you know, begin to sort of set it up so that this can happen. You don't know how it's going to happen, but so you turn around one day and you're like, oh, wow, this is actually happening. This is actually happening. DJ, can I tell another story that's a direct yes, result yes. of you? Yes, yes, yes. In, in your vision board workshop, which was so much fun and really like, like you know, that's something that I think everyone should participate in just because you, you just bring this great skill and, and, passion and 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 I mm -hmm. keep saying joy anyhow mm -hmm. one of the things that I put on my vision board 
I had this kooky idea that I wanted to paint an outdoor mural. Oh, wow. I saw an image in a magazine that you provided. I cut it and I put it on my vision board. And I you remember. know what, DJ, I have done two murals. <laughs> wow. Two outdoor but murals. You know what? That so that was the one we did in that Jan in that January. Absol absolutely. You showed me that mural. Absolutely. And, you said, and I was like, okay, you know, so it's just amazing to me. I mean, ah. I, 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 again, that was like, where did I get like where did I get this idea? I've never done a mural. I like, but something was planted in the conversation that we had at that at, at your vision board se session. I found an image, and here, like it, like again, there is something about putting it out, and mm -hmm. and the right people showed up to help me. Mm -hmm. um, I did it with another guy um, who is an architect, Charles Bergen, who's a neighbor. Who like there's a whole story there that I could take a whole podcast about, but mm -hmm. it is the right people showed up at the right time to make that happen. Yes. And I believe that always happens, DJ. And you can trace back to, you know, all your success that someone showed up at the right time to open the door, to listen to you or mm -hmm. to, to question you. I, I, I am such a firm believer in that, DJ. I do. I do. I believe it. You know, I try to, what I've learned to do now is just stay out the way, <laughs> right. you know, right. stay out the way and stop trying to knock my head against the wall. Cause sometimes I do them. Like I'm trying, like, I'm a, I'm a smart guy. I can figure this out. And I, you know, it's like just that, that voice says everything that you've gotten that you value, you've gotten by just doing what you need to do for the day. You right. Know, not beating yourself Bingo. up, not, dragging yourself across the field but just doing what needs to be done today and everything just sort of falls in in, in alignment as you were saying absolutely so whenever i feel like I'm, I'm i'm wearing myself out trying to make things happen i go stop is this bringing you joy if it's not mm -hmm. then just stop because it's it's not it, by doing things that are outside of your joy you're not really bringing anything to you that you're going to really value anyway. You know, right. you want to, now if you enjoy knocking your head against the wall, if you <laughs> go, go ahead on, knock yourself out. <laughs> DJ, I know some people and I'm sure you do. I think they like that. I really think they yeah, like exactly. it. Exactly. If you like it, then do it. <laughs> yeah, but I know yeah. for me, I don't like it. So right. I, right. I, I learned to slow down and just appreciate the moment just you know like he was saying about that cup of coffee just sit down and have that cup of coffee and enjoy every sip of it you know right. instead of just gulping it down and right. trying to get through the next thing right. I'm, I'm 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 still in the phases of learning to do that but i'm doing it better than i ever have Excellent. you know in terms of just slowing leaving this interview i was in my bed just thinking you know thinking 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 and I just stopped thinking because I'm exhausting <laughs> right. myself. Right. And something said, why don't you, you're looking for a guest. Why haven't you talked to Tim? Why haven't you reached out to him? And I went, <laughs> I've been wanting to do that anyway. I've been wanting to do that. Why, you know? And so, and then I reached out to you like, yeah, let's do it. You know? So it didn't come to me by racking my brain. It was just me just right. letting go. Right. And say, okay, I'm, I'm out of ideas. Just relax. <laughs> right. D and DJ, then, that's know? so important. That's so important. We, to be present, 
to listen, to to uh, not overthink things, mm-hmm. and also what, what what when you were speaking, like what came to mind is having people like you around and others in in your your universe. So when when things aren't clicking for you, or you know, like I'm dreaming about this, but it's not happening. But to have people whose dreams are happening. Not to be jealous, but that gives mm-hmm. you inspiration. That look at yes. look, look at all right. DJ's making it happen, and mm-hmm. and you know what? So I'm going to just hang in there. I'm going to be patient. Uh, I'm going to, uh, you know, and, and I think that's where um, we can support one another, right? Right. Uh, and and have a community of folks that like. What if we all were like, I'm living the dream kind of people, mm-hmm. and if we surrounded ourselves with I'm living the dream people around us, so when when it's not happening for us, but we see it happening to others. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. That's going to get me through the, the low that's, point. That's what I always say. I say, you know, if God can do that for him, mm-hmm. then what can God do for me? You know, but, but, but that same force, that same energy that's blessing your friends, that same energy can bless you even greater than, yes. than that, you know? Yes. So yes. I never, I always look at, when God is uh, is blessing my friends, that oh I'm next, right? You know the blessing is not too far away; it's on right. its way, right? You know, right. and so, sometimes it's already there, DJ, and we don't some, even see it. We we just need to be uh, aware of it and be conscious of right. the blessings that are already happening. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. And some, like I said earlier, it's just about sitting back and saying, "Let me stop beating my head against the wall and just." open my eyes and allow me to see that what I've been hoping for, asking for, wanting, or really needing is already available and here. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, it is. It's right here. It's right here right now. Yeah. I I think that Reverend Sylvia would be very proud of us. I think she would say we're good truth students, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I definitely aim to make her proud. So I, I want her to see that you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not just listening. I'm out here, you know. I'm I'm a believer. I believe right. in these fundamentals. And and if you don't know, what I'm talking about. Then you, you join Unity Church. You know, go <laughs> right. go to unityofdc.org, and you can learn about these um these principles. Or just shoot me an email at DJ Career Coach, um, DJ at djcareercoach.com, and I'll put Tim's information there. We can tell you all about the. The, the unity principles and and how these things can definitely transform your life. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm so glad that you could join me. And as always, we have a great conversation. And and you have been so supportive of me um, from the beginning. And 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 definitely, when I think of unity, I think of Tim because he's definitely one of the first people in unity who made me feel welcome and made me feel at home. And I'll never forget that at Unity. So he's definitely somebody that I look up to. He's someone that I know is a true student and he's not just a person who's preaching it. He's a person who's actually following it. So um, so definitely I'm gonna leave his information in the show description and you can learn more about his Art of Possibilities workshop initiative. You can also learn about his organization, the Kime Leadership, Kime Leadership Associates, and you can also learn more about the Leadership Greater Washington. With it, I'm sure I'll be a member, you know, in the near future. So, and there's any other things that you wanted to mention before we go? I, I just want to say thank you for your service to our country with your military. Thank okay. you, service thank to you. our 
community with with all that you're doing. Uh, I'm just so grateful, grateful, grateful to know you and to be on this journey with you. <laughs> thank, thank you for the opportunity. It's been so much fun. Yes, yes. It, it, likewise. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you go. And, and thanks, um, DJ. And I can't wait for our next conversation. Amen. 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 Big hug right. to you. Big hug to you. All right. Blessing. Blessing. <laughs> Blessing. Blessing. See ya. <laughs>